This is bad. So we're going to change it. Oh, yeah. So, what, I mean, what we should really discuss changing the title. Yeah. From the Survivor's Guide to Coronavirus to The Survivor's Guide. Well, oh, yeah, no, we have to do this call-out, actually. So. Let's start calling out at the start of episodes, you think? What does that mean? It's getting people to engage with the podcast right at the top because by the end they're not listening. Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, here's the call-out for whatever this one is. Um, this We're pivoting away from coronavirus. Uh, the world at mm. some point will pivot hopefully away from coronavirus <laughs> and we're leading that We're trying, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and as part of that movement, we are seeking your contributions. We want to know what do you want a survivor's guide to? Could be anything. Survivor's guide to smoothies, which is what I've got right here. I made mm. you one. Did you like it? And I feel funny now. <laughs> so like, your throat, your mucus is getting thick. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, it's what happens. It's not coronavirus. You've just had, had yeah. a smoothie. What's that a reference to? A deleted part of something that you probably won't hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you need a survivor's guide to making friends with people that you have to make friends with? So maybe you work in a place mm. and to succeed in that workplace, you need to somehow make friendships. Let's do a pocket survivor's guide to that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so uh, dry skin. All right. Okay. You know, winter is actually a big time for dry skin. For skin, skin, the skin, the skin is, uh, I think, is most at risk of just. I thought dry skin was your survivor's guide to the first one. So if you <laughs> want to, to, the way to survive, having to make friends with people in a new workplace is just have dry skin. And so either of one, either of two things will happen. One, there's another person who also has dry skin and oh. you become buddies with because you've got that in common. Yeah. Or two, uh, nobody wants to be friends with you because you've constantly got skin flakes all over your suit. <laughs> or three, everyone wants to be friends with you because it makes them look charitable being friends with someone uh, that's so like a very mild skin condition. With it, yeah, they're like, hey, here's my flaky friend, <laughs> my friend Some of my best friends have dry skin. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly they're cool. I don't know how to do a vocal warm up. Well, first time I've done one. Welcome to. Well, it's not too late to huh? learn how. Em, can you teach Naz how to do a vocal warm up? Please? You know what? I think we should ask her that once I've introduced her and. Uh, we'll get to the, the introductions. Surprise. I don't want you doing any introducing <laughs> until your vocal cords are warm. I've been talking all day, mate. Em, over to you. How, do you, how does he do it? <laughs> Look, that's a. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't feel comfortable speaking until I'm introduced. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fuck. No, All right, no. we're snookered. Ladies and gentlemen, is with. Uh, I'm speechless. Actually, it's a great honour to have onto our very humble podcast someone who is a great person, a huge name, an influencer offline as well as online, and she can sing, she can dance, she can act. <laughs> She, she, she puts it all out there, um, on stage and off, is Emma Rusciano. How was that? Oh, that was probably the best intro I've ever had. <laughs> normally, when, normally when straight male colleagues intro me, they say entertainer. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that was a step Well, up. I mean, you are an entertainer. You're the only comedian um, that, you know, like comedians all want to be rock stars, but you actually are yeah. that. You get to do both. Well, 
I guess I did, yes, dance on stage with 12 vaginas, which you met and had a photo oh with. Oh, my God, James, that, that sounds weird, right? They should, like, they're quite literally. They were I'm not prepared dancing. to say that it sounds weird. I just, <laughs> as a straight white man, I just have to be like, yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, well, I was weird. Exactly. It was, uh, if M wasn't there, actually, before you came, I was standing next to a couple of your vaginas. These, uh, by vaginas, <laughs> I mean, she has these, like, she has some dancers that she performs with that were dressed up as or in giant vaginas. And yeah, um, correct. before I knew that they were part of her, um, her, her performance, were part of a gala lineup for the bushfires, um, I was just standing there talking to them and just uh, found it tricky to acknowledge what they were wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you didn't bring it up either. It's like, so, hey, uh, what you do today? I don't really know, like, what it was about whether they were standing up for something or I didn't really know. <laughs> were they, uh, out yeah. of context, were they quite obvious to you that, as, that they were vaginas? Yeah, pretty much. Like their face comes out of the, the middle of them. <laughs> <laughs> say, say what the part's called. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to let no, say clitoris. Say, no, I know, but I'm like oh, a He's the kid. face, the clitoris. Yeah, and ironically a lot of the vaginas were men, so it's the first time they'd really figured out where it was because they had to put their... And, were, and, were, and some of them were uh, gay guys as well. Not some. All. <laughs> 100% gay. So a lot of them said this was the first time they'd been anywhere near a vagina. Because if you're a platinum oh, yeah. gay, you've never been with a woman, you've never seen a vagina, you came out cesarean section. <laughs> so you've never even been near any sort of orifice. <laughs> that means you're a platinum yeah, that's gay. That's crazy. Yeah. So wow, if you're, what is no. it, a gold star gay? You've, oh, you've, you've, you had you've a vaginal birth. But you've never been with a girl. Yeah. Why are they just not giving any attention to the arts industry? It's strange. It's like, oh, things will be going back to normal and people can go skiing. And I'm like, hey, bitches, <laughs> I can't go on stage. There's bands across the country that can't go on stage. There's actors. There's every performer you've ever... How come footy, footy gets like just, oh, naturally, oh. we have to get footy back on? But that's just entertainment. Look, go good on footy. Well done, boys and girls. Well done. That's what you do. But it's entertainment. Oh, God, this is not going to end well for you. Not. It's not going to uh, end well for you, bag and footy. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I'm bag cyclist yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm married to one. Wait, go sure, for sure. Is he a, like a cyclist? Husband, mad keen. Like I said, yeah. while he rides to work or he actually competes and stuff like that? He competes, uh, yes. He does compete on Thursday nights, not at the moment. And Ooh. he um, has a mountain bike, a road bike and two indoor bikes. Um, he's got the baby doesn't have a nursery anymore because he needed a bike room. Um, so, yeah, he's a pretty serious rider. Wait, does he get on forums and argue with people? Yes, yes, he very much does. Um, what's it called, the bike bike rider Tinder? What? You know where they all get no. together and perv on each other's rides? What? what? Are you just... <laughs> yeah, there's... A, Bullshit. No, there's no... <laughs> oh, is it like hot or no, not? it's like Strava. And all of these tragic men can see who rode up which hill the fastest. You don't have to ride together. People just clock it in. And then people go and give kudos, thumbs up, good ride. And then Scott good will be like, oh, beat Rob up the hill. I'm like, yeah, Rob's, Rob's 70, mate. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So they take it. What is it about cyclists? Like, can I? Can you explain why their personality is like that? More so than any other sport. I know friends that are, are joggers and I don't know. people that do actual martial arts, yeah. but they're less aggressive about their sport or their passion for it than cyclists. And I don't know. And I, you know what else gets me? Every time we're in the car and he drives past the cyclist, he looks at him like 
they should just know instinctively that he's one of them, <laughs> even though he's in a car with his family. I'm like, what? He always, like, looks at them meaningfully. And I'm like, they don't know, mate. They don't know that you're a rider. <laughs> oh, he wears lycra as well. Oh, Hundo P. He has ridiculous amounts of lycra. He has a whole lycra. He has special washing mm. bags. I'm married to the most heterosexual, barefooted surfer, you know, earthy mm. person, but he has little delicate bags that women normally use for their mm. underwear to put his cycling right. gear in for a special oh, load. God. Okay. Well, you found a cat. You got a catch. 21 years. Now 21 years. Did you? I heard about this. Apparently MDMA. Well, I met this this couple in the country. Um, I was uh, me and my friend Hesh went away for a night. Did you? We still have a boys' night. Sounds uh-huh. good. Anyway, two nights away. We just had a great time. Went to Hillsville pub. There's some pub or restaurant there, and they met this like kind of hippie mm-hmm. couple. Actually, they weren't hippie. They were just like they live in the country, and um, they said once a year. To keep the love alive, actually, when the husband went away, the, the, the wife told us, or the girlfriend, or the partner, whatever, they, they have a bit of MDMA and it like releases the love hormone in the brain and then they connect emotionally and that lasts them for the year. And what? yeah, well, that kind of, they remember that for, for a year. And then when they, so they go kind of resets their passion. And I was like, oh, okay, so because some people go, yo, what's your secret? It's a bit of a rhetorical question. And she literally answered that way. She goes, MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> yeah, MDMA is my secret. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Not counseling. <laughs> no, not counseling. <laughs> not, not communication. Not drugs. M- Illicit substances. Just, just shelf this. Just shelf this. Shelf this up your ass. Right up there. And I imagine you guys will be fine. Oh, okay, so, sure. Well, if you, if you, yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll take, I'll try it. Look, I'm not encouraging any listeners out there to try it. But if anyone has or does try it as a result of just life choices, give us a call, send us a DM. <laughs> Love to know how it went, if it wrecked your life or marriage, or if it improved it. Welcome to the segment. It's called What has Nazim bought from Amazon lately? I bought a $7.99 cent. Hey, I'm doing the intro music oh. to the segment. Oh, that was good, that last bit. Was it all was all of it? That was all the Go we do it again, do you remember it? <laughs> So this week I bought a guitar tuner. Oh. 